Today is Tisha B'Av, and therefore I'm not permitted to start out with my usual greeting of hello, which is not appropriate on Tisha B'Av. So I'll simply begin with story number one. This is a story which is told by the Semach Tzedek, and that is the third Chabad Rebbe. His name was also Menachem Mendel. He lived in the middle uh perhaps early 1800s, the middle 1800s. And he told a story about the the Ruzhin Arav, Yisrael Ruzhin. The fact that Tzemach Sedek, the Rebbe that Tzemach Sedek referred to the Ruziner as the Halika Ruziner, the Holy Ruziner. And in fact, this story is also quoted in the Sefer Menhagim, the book of Chabad Customs, uh, which was not written by the Rebbe, but it was looked over carefully by the Rebbe. So the story goes as follows. The Holy Ruziner would urge his Hasidim to stay far away from depression and even not to have bitter thoughts. And therefore, it was not uncommon for the Hasidim to sometimes play practical jokes just to keep in a good mood. On Tishabav, they would throw barelach, which are like thistles, the little kinds of uh, sharp things that stick to your clothes at each other. And then, this was on Tishabav. And then one time, somebody came up with the idea to open the rooftop of the base medrash and lower a rope that has a noose at the end. When someone would enter the base madrash, the chassidim on the roof would throw the noose down on them and tighten it and pull them upside down. And that's what they were doing on Tishabav. We'll soon see that it's important to mourn the Chorban, the entire Tishabav, but we'll also soon see the role of Simcha all the time serving Hashem, even including Tisha B'Av, as we'll soon see. But who should enter all of a sudden into the shul, into the base medrash? Was the Ruziner himself, the Rebbe? And he walked straight into the trap before they recognized who it was, the Hasidim on the roof, tightened the noose and pulled it up. And they suddenly saw that they had actually pulled up, upside down, their own Rebbe. Quickly they lowered him down. And the Ruziner said, Look, Rabbani Shalayla, master of the world, master of the universe, if your children cannot respect your Yamtav of Tishabav, then please take it away from them. Which of course he meant that the Yamtav of Tishabav, which is now a very sad day, should be transformed into an actual Yom Tov. As the Pasuk says about Tishabab, that it should be transformed into a day of Sasam V'Simcha, Yom Tov and joy, which of course will happen with the building of the base of Mikdash. The idea of mourning for the destruction of the base of Mikdash only applies when we don't have a base of Mikdash. 
But obviously we want Mashiach to come immediately and build the base of Mikdash and then it will be a Yom Tif. So here we have a very strange story though. Here is a Rebbe who encourages Hasidim to be always happy and therefore it led to them actually making a joke and it was very disrespectful obviously to pull the Rebbe upside down. Now, of course, we have a famous quotation from the Rebbe as a result. The Rujan Rav said, If your children cannot respect your yomtev, take it away from them. Which, of course, was a tefillah that seemingly, that Hashem should take away the sadness of the of Tishabah. So the Rebbe, Menachem Mendel Schneerson, explains, and he says as follows, Truth is that in the town of Lubavitch, some parts of Tisha B'Av were joyous. How can this be? After all, halacha is very specific. Even learning Taita is very limited only to those parts of Taita which are appropriate for Tisha B'Av. Parts of Taita that talk about the destruction, laws about mourning and so forth. And Taita, which is higher than time and space, but still, the Torah we learn on Tisha B'Av has to be limited. So how can we be happy on any part of Tisha B'Av? But the Rebbe explains that crying and mourning the Chorban, although we have to do it all the time during Tisha B'Av, that is mourning the Chorban has to be done during the Tisha B'Av, but that's not actually the essence of Tisha B'Av. It's of course, very important that we should also be basimcha, because the only way to bring the gula is through simcha. The only way to bring gula in our heart, and the only way to bring gula in the general sense is through simcha. And therefore, we have to try to be basimcha. Now, as a matter of fact, we have this source in the Gemara itself. And this is story number two. It's a story which is told, re- referenced by the Shar Kavanath, which is Rab Chaim Vital, who was the primary student of the Rizal. And he writes as follows. In the afternoon of Tishabav, we actually add in to the Shmona Esrei words of Nechama, of comfort. And that's exactly the time that the base of Mikdash was burning. So what comfort is there in the base of Mikdash burning? But as a matter of fact, the Gemara tells us that that's exactly what happened. That as the base of Mikdash was burning, there were Yidin that were rejoicing. Why? Because they saw the fulfillment of Hashem's promise that Hashem would take out His anger on the wood and stones instead of on the Yidden themselves. Although it was a terrible, terrible time and unfortunately thousands and maybe even millions of Yidden were killed, but not all of the Yidden were wiped out. Although it seemed that all Yidden might be wiped out on Tisha B'Av, Chas but instead the base of Mikdash was destroyed and there was a certain number of Yidden that were saved. Besides that, 
the Reb Chaim Rital writes, his Rebbe, the Arizal himself, said that was that at the time that the base of Mikdash was destroyed, Mashiach was actually born, meaning that the the Shabbat of Mashiach began to be revealed in the world. And one of the names of Mashiach is Menachem. And in fact, the month of Av is also called Menachem Av. And not only that, as the Rebbe writes, that if a person on a document writes the word Menachem by itself, it's generally accepted as the name of the month. Although the full name is Menachem Av, and Av is also sufficient on a document, but Menachem is also sufficient on a document. Many documents. Because it's the month of Menachem Av that there is a certain comfort in the month. And that is, as the Gemara tells us, because Hashem did not destroy the Yidin entirely. And also because Mashiach was born. As we told the story the other day from the Gemara, that the that Mashiach was born at that time, the Gemara says, and that means that the Nisham of Mashiach became more and more revealed. So what does this mean for us? Of course, we have to mourn the Chorban, the entire Tishabab, no question about it. But at the same time, we have to know that deep underneath, the very essence of Tishabab is not actually mourning for the Chorban, it's really hoping for the Geula. May it happen immediately. May all of us join together to be transported to Yerushalayim. And even still, before Tisha B'Av is over here in Cincinnati, we should be witness to the base of Mikdash being rebuilt and the final Geula coming. Thank you so much for joining Jewish stories and more. And this story is in the merit of Rafu Shalema for Moshe Zelig Ben Esther Rachel.